Hello and welcome to Toy Therapy. I am your host, Dr. Modern Toy Fair, and I am joined by my YouTube wife, the man who founded the NECA Lubinati, Mrs. Dr. Modern Toy Fair. And, of course, I am also joined by the man Optimus Prime popped and he still can't stop. The man Modern Toy Fair has full custody over, the Twilight Knight, Nurse Nate. And... I would be remiss oh. if I did not mention our wonderful guest for this evening, the man who will reach 10K in 2022. He is the store inventory checker of YouTube. It's time to jump into the Kent Pull Live with Kent Hollywood Metzinger. How are you doing this week, Kent? Uh, thank you. Thank you. That was an uh, awesome, awesome introduction. Happy uh, to be here. It's uh, It's been a good week, and... Looking forward to uh, talking with you guys tonight. Awesome. We're, we're super excited to have you on. Uh, been trying to, you know, get the dates right for a while, and it's great to, to finally get a chat with you. So quick rundown for anyone who's watching for the first time and also for our wonderful guests. The way Toy Therapy works is we are going to ask our guests a handful of questions and find out what and why they collect the toys they collect. So let's jump right into it with what lines do you collect and kind of like why do you choose these lines very nice uh so originally marvel legends uh marvel legends have uh done a good job of sticking with me over the years recently we've added uh gi joe classified series to the mix also uh valverse action force and then very, very recently, I have uh, jumped into a very deep pool of uh, Mythic Legions. <laughs> Ooh, that's, a, that's a deep and expensive pool. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my hopes are that I am officially a 112th collector, 112th scale. And uh, we'll hope that we can keep it to those four lines. <laughs> It definitely is kind of hard to to keep it to just certain lines. So, I, good luck. Uh, you mentioned that you just recently started with the Mythic Legions. Have you like kind of just jumped all the way in, or just kind of dipping your toes in and like picking and choosing? I have jumped completely in. It's uh, it's been crazy uh, the last couple months. Uh, very fortunate. Uh, I was at Toy Lanta. Uh, the Cabal, the Facebook group of Mythic Legions was there. And uh, it was just so amazing to see the customizers, the painters, diorama builders, effects builders. And uh, it was hard not to uh, ignore those figures any longer. And uh, I've picked up uh, just about anything I can get a good deal on at this point. Awesome. And then you mentioned yeah. um, Marvel Legends. So how yeah, long right. have you been collecting Marvel Legends then? Uh, Marvel Legends, I started in 2017. Uh, I was having a little bit of uh, an issues coming out of a uh, car accident. Was watching quite a bit of YouTube. And uh, I started seeing people running around, finding toys and everything. And I noticed Marvel always read the comic books, uh, watching the MCU and everything. And uh, it was just that thing that uh, finally got me up and going, kind of got me 
off of the couch, out of the house was uh, going to these different stores and uh, trying to find these figures. And uh, again, just been a Marvel fan. So it was easy to jump in on that line. So I, I have a follow-up to that then, because I, I did Marvel Legends for a while, uh, in and out, and, and different things. So do you consider yourself a completist, or do you do certain focuses? I would say as far as Hasbro Marvel Legends, I am a completist and an army builder. Uh, for some reason, certain toy biz has uh, kind of caught my eye, my attention, but I've never been a fan of the entire Toy Biz line. I think because I started off with the Hasbro, uh, I just kind of got used to uh, how they structured the Marvel Legends, kind of liked how the figures scaled. And uh, besides the Sentinels and some of the Toy Biz Build-A-Figures, I've uh, I've always leaned more towards uh, the Hasbro figures myself. All right, and then my other one, because again, I, I did all this. Is there <laughs> what what percentage would you say, even as a Marvel fan, what percentage of figures have you bought that you just when you first got it, you went who? <laughs> <laughs> um, not as much of who as. How do I pronounce this name again? Because I've <laughs> okay. read it. I've always read it in my head. I've never yeah. had to really share it out loud with people. So it's like, how do I pronounce this name? How do I say Gorg? <laughs> Loki. <laughs> I feel that. I feel especially with the MCU and, and so many things. They've like been like, oh yeah, we know that everyone said it this way for decades. This is how it's actually supposed to be said. And it's like, oh <laughs> right. Okay, I, I guess I have to figure out how to remember that now. Uh, and uh, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm the worst, uh, especially now with Mythic Legions. Uh, <laughs> trying to pronounce the names, uh, I am so awful at uh, pronouncing names, and uh, I've just learned that uh, I enjoy the figures. I like how they look. They're gonna sound one way in my head, and uh, I do my best to present them to, to everybody else. And then I feel you on that because uh, have you seen some of the new Jurassic World dinosaurs? Oh my god! Right? Like, oh god. like oh. what happened to like <laughs> Triceratops? Like there's just a string of consonants and a vowel at the end, and I'm like, I, I don't know what that is. It looks cool. I, I hope these kids get smarter buying them. Yeah, oh, man. yeah, yeah. yeah you, could, you could write it off as educational toys. It is. <laughs> it is kind of ironic when you think about like the generation that abbreviates everything now has these dinosaurs of like these super oh, yeah. long names. <laughs> I, I never put that together. That's huh. Already then. Yeah. Uh, all right. So moving on to the next question, uh, we, we talked about you know what lines you do collect. Is there a line that 100% out of the question, nothing could convince you to pick it up? Um, I mean, there's been a couple lines that I've, uh, I guess I would say I've walked away from. Uh, I had Hot Toys, and as much as I uh, enjoyed the Hot Toys and how they looked and everything, uh, I just found myself... Like, they were the museum pieces. Mm -hmm. They were just in the detox. They were just kind of sitting there. Uh, I feel more comfortable with my 112 figures, uh, taking pictures, taking them outside, doing different things with them. So 
I've kind of I've stepped away from uh, from the hot toys. I used to collect uh, Storm collectibles, Ooh. great fun figures. Uh, a lot of those classic uh, video games, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. But um, you know, ultimately, I came to the conclusion that I can't collect it all and just try to zero in on some lines. Uh, as much as I like watching DC, I don't usually buy DC figures. That, that's fair. I mean, especially at retail, uh, McFarlane is the only one there, and those are so 50-50 that it, it, it kind of it hurts to be a DC collector at some points. <laughs> Where, where's the guns at? You got to buy the spawn. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Don't, don't <laughs> oh, man. Did an entire episode on that. That went, that went real well right. in the comments. <laughs> you know, Grifter. He's an excellent swordsman. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hand-to-hand combat the best in dc in their defense in todd's defense robo did look it up and he did find legitimate pictures of him with swords and knives so at least at least it was something that existed i think in one hand and in the other hand he still had his cool ass plus he has like an iconic gun sorry but yeah this is not about me today Hasbro went through that same stage of, oh, well, we'll put a gun out there, but it's going to look like a nerf or, Mm -hmm. you know, so they all go through those stages. Yeah, yeah, true. I I will say, though, at least at least Disney's kind of stayed out of it. They're like, oh, we don't need to to police a toy line like that's not going to be what makes the difference here. So and and good on Todd for making accessory packs, because at this point, we, we need something. Uh, I mean, I love third-party stuff, but it gets real expensive real quick. Uh, so, uh, you DC guy, but you don't collect DC. Uh, with the hot toys, though, you, you mentioned you got out. It did, was it mostly just for space and cost, or did you end up just liking six-inch figures better? Well, I would say it came down to the HasLab Sentinel. Oh. Um, when I was considering the HasLab Sentinel... I was kind of like, this might be the time to stop uh, buying the Hot Toys. Uh, I did have a few things on pre-order. I think I had uh, the Miles Morales uh, Spider-Verse and uh, the Gwen Stacy Spider-Verse. And I was kind of like, if I'm going to get five sentinels <laughs> i uh Shit. i need to kind of kind of commit to one twelfth scale so uh. now hear me out the, the five sentinels <laughs> i'm waiting for this justification it was uh it was either that or buying the um iron studios and uh i think i spent less on the oh, five yeah. sentinels than going in on the iron studios <laughs> Uh, that that's that's why i'm not gonna lie i am a little envious i do want to get more sentinels uh i don't know where the hell i'll put them but i do definitely want more right uh that does crack me up though because we were talking on instagram the other day about that guy who commented super upset at you because you are uh, army build he blamed you for the reason collectors can't find toys that's uh that's why people can't find toys can buys them all up factory i load them up and there's no opportunity for anybody else to get them Yep, so, all, all of them come to your target. That's right. Okay. Uh, so, so if you're an army builder, I have a question. 
sure, do you sure. stick do you stick to a certain number of like say like I, I'm assuming you have like Cobra Office or Cobra Troopers and something like that. So do you have like a certain number in mind that you stay with or how how expansive of an army can it get? Uh, I like my fours. So um, anytime I can go four, eight, 12, 16, I usually okay. feel pretty good. Uh, Cobra Infantry, which I think people have opportunities still to buy Cobra Infantry. I have uh, mm-hmm. 25 of the Cobra Infantry. Oh, hot damn. Man. So, so I don't, I don't That's just awesome. build the exclusive ones that everybody wants. I, I get the the army, the builders. So you know, I love it. I, I, I have. I think I'm a big GI Joe fan. I have one, so <laughs> I, I give it up. And uh, the red, uh, red hand ninjas from Marvel Legends. Uh, I got about 25 of those. Damn. That makes sense because I remember are great. you were doing the the stilt man. Yeah, those yeah, stilt man's yeah. got to be extremely tall. The uh, <laughs> the legs and uh, and the ninjas uh, sometimes were coming together. <laughs> <laughs> so then, with the army building, do you keep all of these on display, or how? What do you do with them, especially if it's you have that many? Because when people do like three four five like they might have a small display on a shelf but 25 that's a that's a hefty amount to to keep out yeah the uh the infantry's on display uh the cobra bats are on display the the ninjas are put away i mostly do uh photography and stuff with them pull them out and do different things but uh, most of uh, the G.I. Joe I do have on display. I got quite a few of uh, the Vipers. I have about nine of the Vipers. So, and uh, Alley Vipers, I only ended up getting six. By choice or so, just bro, couldn't find more? Uh, by choice. By choice. All right. All right. So this next question, Nate already kind of touched on uh, ahead of time with the Marvel Legends aspect. Uh, are there any other lines that you find yourself as a completionist or is everything else besides Marvel Legends just kind of pick and choose? Uh, the G.I. Joes, I've done pretty good on. Uh, I wasn't the the repaints didn't really I didn't feel like I had to go out and get like another Scarlet, another Duke. Uh, I was fine with uh, with the original ones, so um, like I'm not in a rush to go get that Baroness on the retro card and everything. They're cool, and I'm glad that people have an opportunity to grab them. But I would say if I have a a figure of the character, I'm pretty happy. I don't I don't have to have every paint, every deco of them. Uh, it'll be interesting. Like they announced the crimson bats, uh, I'm sure I'll pick up a few of those, but I doubt I'll get as many as I got of the original bat, just because, you know, the original bat was more of what I had as a kid growing up and everything. So I'm pretty satisfied with that one. Uh, I didn't pre-order a bunch of the, uh, oh, what is it, the Cobra? Um. Uh, what's the new Target Cobra line? I didn't. Oh. I didn't get. Oh, the those. Python Patrol. Yeah, the Python Patrol. I didn't. I didn't order a ton of those. I got a few of them, but uh, like I said, if uh, if I have a character, 
represented, I'm, you know, I'm pretty happy. All right. So I'm going to slip in another uh, army builder question. Cause since I already <laughs> touched on the other thing, I kind of ruined it already. You'd think I'd know these, but um, <laughs> like, do you, so this is a multi-part question. Do you, do you have a, that set number in mind when the figure is coming out? So you know that you have to hit, you know, pulse and big bad toy store this. So do you buy a lot of all of them up front or do you kind of, is there certain characters or, or scenarios where you wait until clearance or something like that? I would say early on it was clearance buying like 2017 when I started it was so easy to find figures and find them for cheap uh my original army build was the Marvel Legends Nick Fury which had the shield helmet and yep. I could find those just like anywhere for like five to ten dollars and anytime i found it i i'd scoop it up so that's kind of how the army building started uh i would say now like when the cobra bats were announced i probably pre-ordered six to twelve i think i ordered six on two different sites and then uh the rest i found out uh, out and about or People knew that I wanted the figure, so they let me know that they found it. That's awesome. Thank I'm, you. I'm going to ask a question. I just, I'm pretty sure isn't one of the questions that we asked, <laughs> but it just kind of was an interesting aspect because you keep you, you go back to like 2017 to like now, like, do you prefer like what what error I would say do you prefer? I know it's only been like what five years or so. I don't know how long that's been, but Fun. you prefer like just being able to walk into the store, finding things pretty easily and having that excitement and thrill of something. Or do you prefer the be online, pre-order it and like just wait for it to come in? Because it's been like a big, big shift, I feel like, in collecting toys now. Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, for me, starting off, it, it was going out and finding it and it was... Uh, you know, the hobby of what stores can I go to? I had never been in a Walgreens until I found out that they had Marvel <laughs> Legends. And uh, 2017, they actually had Marvel Legends in Walgreens. And that was actually where I bought uh, my first Nick Fury Marvel Legends was in a Walgreens store. So uh, for me, it was like, oh, where can I go next? To find these different figures, uh, Toys R Us. Can I go to the mall? Can I go to, you know, what stores? And uh, now, again, a lot of it is that pre-order. And then, am I going to find it before the pre-order comes in? <laughs> that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, it really has been a weird progression because it used to be like you'd always find it in the store before the pre-order and then there was a period where the pre-orders would come first and now we're back to like this, like some are first at stores, Kinda. some are first like pre-orders. Like it's, just, it's amazing how terrible distribution has been at, <laughs> at all times. It's never really been like a consistent. <laughs> I wonder if something happened in the last couple of years. That's I, weird. I know. It's, yeah. it's, yeah, some some must have really changed the world and how it all works or something. I don't know. Uh, we, we I, I, I blame all the, all the YouTubers and the podcasts. Yeah. yeah. What, what a bunch of pricks, man. They, they, they ruin everything. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so 
piggybacking on on army building, which I feel like is going to be a big thing uh, we're going to talk about for this episode. There are yeah. some some other, not necessarily. I guess they're technically considered characters that get bundled with other things. I'm curious if you army build those as well. Like for instance, uh, timber with snake eyes. Did you buy multiple of that that two pack to get more wolves? Uh, I'll tell you, I was not disappointed when I saw the repaint mm. of Timber today. Um, I have not bought multiple of those packs. Uh, again, I think the um, outside of a particular army or maybe a not main character, I think a lot of that's changed because of uh, the cost and some of the demands. Probably the last character that I army build that wasn't necessarily a true army build. Uh, the Captain Marvel wave, I was buying uh, the Skrull Talos mm. uh, just so I could have uh, multiple Skrulls. And I was like, oh, well, these are my MCU Skrulls. So I need, <laughs> you know, I need a dozen MCU Skrulls running around. You know, everyone's going to be jealous of you when Secret Invasion hits. That's right. And you got all the skulls and all the heads. Like, remember this figure that nobody wanted that was like $5 I, at every target? Yeah, we should start snapping those up. <laughs> See, you got you to gotta forgive because Michael's thinking with his brain that he wants a whole army of wolves. He doesn't understand that Timber is one wolf. So, but that's what I was thinking is, you know, it's it's – he he likes army building. He you also want, but he also he also takes people. pictures just like I do. So in my mind, it's more so of a oh well. In that case, what if he wants a bunch of wolves to like fight Wolverine or something like I do, <laughs> or or wants to buy a I bunch see, of, like you do wants to buy a bunch <laughs> of that weird uh, leather daddy who comes with the alligator or crocodile. Oh. I don't know which is which. Oh yeah, like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Crocmaster. What's going? Okay, you can just. I totally forgot him. about him. I didn't. I I never forgot about him. Yeah, that uh, that should be dropping. So long. Yeah, that I I'm not gonna lie. I haven't bought a single timber yet. I they almost got me during the like weird pulse event they did last weekend where everything was like half off. And I was like, oh, I could buy like three of them, and it would it would only come <laughs> out to like sixty bucks plus shipping. And then Mafex <laughs> was just like, hey, Homelander and Billy Butcher are gonna be coming out next week. I'm like, well. Sucks to suck, GI Joe. <laughs> get you, uh, get you some of those. Uh, what's the studio D twenty uh, little battle wolves? Oh, I'll have to look them mm-hmm. up. I don't think I've seen those. Yeah, they uh, they got those on uh, Big Bad Toy Store. Okay, I'll have to check that out because yeah, I I have like I, I love that kind of stuff. I have the uh, the Velociraptors from the Amber Collection. I got three of like the Very tannish cool. ones um, just to do like weird pictures with. I think I maybe did that once and now they just sit on the shelf collecting dust but you know what it was fun while it lasted and i think i got them on sale for like 15 bucks each so not not gonna complain uh for our next uh question it's a it's a multi-parter so the first part of it is gonna be and i can kind of already tell by looking in the background uh obviously you open a lot of your figures is there any line that you like this has to stay mint on card no, um, I've always been out of box. Uh, I think the first wave, I had a complete wave of uh, the X-Men Juggernaut wave. 
and I made the mistake of watching videos of the juggernaut put together and decided I was not going to be an inbox collector. <laughs> so got to, got to build those, uh, build the figures and the only figures I have in box, I have a Valverse Sergeant Slammer exclusive. And then I have, uh, the has, Hascon uh, Deadpool. Okay. So yeah, maybe uh, two out of uh, the thousands of figures. <laughs> that, that, that's fair. I, we, we, that honestly is usually how it goes with most of the people that we, we have come on here. It's just kind of interesting because, like, I have uh, the the retro Spider-Man figures. Those are the only ones that I keep like in box. And if I want one, oh, I, cool. an extra one, I'll always buy a second one just because they're so you know pretty to look at. But I, it always kind of makes me wonder if I if I'm the crazy one or if other people do that too with uh, who who are out of box collectors. So it's always kind of. I I uh, thought about the X Men VHS uh, little series with the animated figures, but then they raised the prices, and I was like, nope. <laughs> Honestly, like I, I've seen a lot of people who do like like to do the inbox collecting complain about those so like there's nothing it's it's a cardboard box there's nothing special about it and i'm like when it would have been cool is if it would have been a sleeve you pull it out and then the box itself is like a vhs and like one of the little cylinders is cut out and you just see the figure like that would have been a, a brilliant yep. move those would have been 50 bucks oh yeah they would have they would have charged you <laughs> they would charge you 50 dollars to cut out that little cylinder but you know what people would have still paid it Hasbro will uh, release that at a Comic Con as an exclusive. <laughs> It'll be the exact same Wolverine, exact same paint job. It's just this time he he gets a sleeve instead of a at the box itself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Repackaging. Yep. Always, always, and forever. Uh, all right. So since you open a lot of your figures, and you have a lot, including like your army builders, which come with a lot of accessories. What do you do to do you organize them? Do you are they just in a drawer somewhere? Are you like Jamar and you just throw them away? <laughs> uh, I try my best to uh, organize. I got uh, different boxes, uh, different totes, uh, either de- dedicated to uh, different groups. Uh, I have like an X Men tote. I got a Spider Man tote. Uh, yeah, Spider Man. There's been so many hands and webs and stuff over the years. He's got uh, almost his own tote. But, yeah, I just try to keep it organized. Uh, I'll admit a lot of the figures. I'm not uh, a super poser. I usually figure out kind of how I want them. Most of the time they're standing around because there's a lot of them. But um, I typically find a look and then the rest of the parts kind of get stored until I see something cool and be like, Oh yeah, I can do that. Let me go see if I can find those parts. So then in these totes, are they just, you know, dumped in or do you have them like in baggies or in boxes like individually? Oh yeah. Baggies. So heads in one bag, hands in another bag, uh, accessories in another bag. So Try to try to break them down and keep it as organized as it can. All right, all right. You have little small sheets of paper typed on there with each <laughs> character. <laughs> uh, the important stuff. I do have. Um, I've been buying up some sets of Mythic Legions, and the the most important bag is the extras. Every once in a while, you get something just 
randomly thrown into some of these sets when people are getting rid of stuff and try to keep all the extras in case I want to do some customizing or uh, invent my own character. All right. All right. Awesome. Um, yeah. Nate uh, definitely has us all outdone because he'll go through and individually label every little baggie <laughs> of what character it is, what set it's from and stuff, which, which is great. Cause you know, he, he actually went and got rid of a lot of his Marvel legends. So that came in handy with actually you know, oh, yeah. finding everything. <laughs> So as a follow-up to that, because I was thinking of this, so with all the army building and the extra things and, and everything with that, do you get tempted when you start seeing like some aftermarket prices? Because obviously this is not that's not your intention. We all collect because we like it or, or whatever. But do you get enticed by that? And also do you do you do that to kind of help fund the further buys down the road? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think you always uh, you always kind of use your collection to build your collection. So as I had mentioned, uh, kind of getting out of uh, the Hot Toys, getting out of uh, the Storm Collectibles, uh, those were both great lines that helped uh, kind of feed into the Marvel Legends, into the 112 figures. So I wouldn't say, um, you know, I don't necessarily build army thinking that, you know, down the road it's going to be something, but mostly because I enjoy it. And, uh, you know, I like enjoying going out and scooping up the figures and stuff. As much as I record and post, uh, it's probably half or a third of how much I'm actually out hunting. All right. So, uh, this is the final part of this this set of questions because with all the figures you have what do you do with your boxes do you have them stored away somewhere in case you ever do decide to part ways with them do you recycle them you use them as display pieces the the marvel legends uh those boxes are gone um it's been kind of my heart my soul so i uh I don't see selling the Marvel Legends. You never know. Never say never. They're plastic. Uh, you know, it's the journey. It's the people that I get to meet that's uh, really been awesome. But uh, the G.I. Joes, I do find myself keeping the boxes. Uh, I've really enjoyed the art and uh, kind of the numbering and what uh, they've kind of put into the design. Uh, the Mythic Legions... Um, probably about half and half. Uh, I have bought quite a few loose figures of the Marvel of Marvel Legends and Mythic Legions. I bet you uh, a lot of my Marvel Legends collection has been loose figures. But uh, yeah, I would say if it's something uh, newer and it's not Marvel Legends, uh, I took away the box just in case. All right. Then. Makes sense. All right, so I have I have a follow up. So with the introduction of Hasbro's plastic free packaging, how will it change how you collect, or will it not at all? Uh, it makes me question whether or not I'll be buying from Walmart. <laughs> who who knows? They they might turn into uh, mystery boxes real quick. <laughs> um, and again, the the market, the landscape. 
we uh, we seem to be going more towards the pre-orders, and it'll be interesting to see if, uh, if the stores keep up. I know uh, Target is uh, kind of announced, said that they're doing less vendor orders, so I'm hoping we don't get to a point where it's just pre-order and wait for your pre-orders because I do enjoy the hunt and, uh, you know, I think it's important to be able to go in and take a look at things and, you know, not just wait for it in the mail. Yeah. Yeah. I a thousand percent agree. I, while, while I do order most of my things just because there's not a lot of retail lines I collect anymore, it is kind of, that thing where it sucks because it's like, okay, sweet. There's this thing. And it's a year, six months, however long you have to wait for it to, to show up versus, you know, going to a store and be like, Oh, that finally came out and getting excited. Uh, and, and you mentioned like the fact that like targets, you know, discussing the, the potential of you know, having less product in the, on, in the stores. I mean, that affects the uh, toy collectors in more ways than just that, because especially like for you, Vincent, it's like, your YouTube channel is, is you going and doing these toy hunts. So if the brick and mortar stores quit carrying the figures, it's going to change that landscape too. Oh, totally. It's I, I think uh, we've already seen a lot of the impact and uh, you know, it's cool that people still enjoy, you know, seeing it and stuff. And I know we have different areas as far as West coast, East coast and, I know people will see the West Coast kind of get stuff first, but they still get excited when they see that it's finally dropped here. So that's been a cool uh, dynamic. And then just, uh, I guess, the mystery of things showing up and who knew it was going to show up. Yeah. The, the surprise of like, oh, these came out already? Like, <laughs> wait, these aren't supposed to be out here yet. And you feel like you're cheating the system or something. That's uh, <laughs> be, be that seems to be a Hasbro thing lately. Cause I feel like even some of the pre-orders, they'll just randomly be like, here's a batch of a few hundred to the e-retailers. Have fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. Have fun deciding yep. which of your pre-orders get to get it first. <laughs> yep. Well, in the other side, I know um, people feel bad. Uh, their Valverse action force orders with big, bad toy store. And, it's not like uh, Big Bad Toy Store was like, hey, uh, why don't y'all lose our shipment for <laughs> three or four months? <laughs> uh, it, it's tough. And I know the people that uh, did the Kickstarters and stuff, uh, Valvers went out of their way to make sure that they got shipped over and everything, which, you know, Big Bad Toy Store had it set up the way they had it set up. If they went and tried to get those any sooner and paid to have them shipped, then it, you know, just turns into a crazy thing. So sometimes it's the luck of the draw rolling in. And sometimes uh, even even Hasbro Pulse, like I found uh, Wolverine with the Bone Breaker wave. Mm -hmm. Hasbro Pulse isn't even planning on releasing that until September or later. So it's it's crazy. Yeah, it really is kind of all over the place. And you mentioned Valorverse, and they, they are probably hands down one of the best like manufacturers I've come across. Because I've 
bought uh, a handful of the uh, scarabs that they released recently and like the first set one of them had one of the you know issues with the hip breaking set me replacement hip joint cool then i ordered another set from baby at toy store and that one out of like the three i bought one of them had the issue and they sent me another one like they know like oh well you know you need to pay the shipping nothing just like okay we'll have it out to you and it like shows up two days later and i'm just like crazy impressed because a lot of these manufacturers you're lucky if you get a response in two days let alone right. have your replacement parts there so that's off to them for sure um before we move on to the final question i i do have one that's kind of i mean it's technically toy related but it's more so in regards to you and your channel so you mentioned that you know your collection you know have it started like with marvel legends back in 2017 with you going to the the stores and like that was getting you kind of out again is that also because I've I've only really been watching a lot of toy YouTubers since about 2020 when you know things went to hell, uh, so I I I know everyone's been around much longer than we have. Uh, is that kind of what's also started you doing the toy hunt videos? Oh yeah, um, kind of being home and not really doing a lot of stuff. I I used to watch YouTube uh, for gaming and. Uh, I just found these uh, these people going to stores and finding these different figures and stuff. And uh, YouTube definitely kind of opened that window of, hey, you know, this is something I can go out and do. And uh, I would watch somebody's video and be like, well, I wonder if that's here now. Maybe, uh, maybe I can go check out my Walmart and it's here. Let me go check out my Walgreens. Maybe uh, maybe those figures are in town. They're hitting. So uh, yeah, YouTube uh, definitely was uh, was the starting point and kind of ignited my interest in going out and seeing what I could find. All right, awesome. Yeah, because when you mentioned that, I'm like, oh, that that makes that's makes sense. That's like a perfect like origin story like okay. scenario there. And, but I was like, I've only been watching for like two years, so I, I wasn't sure. Um, all right. So final question, and this, this one, you know, gets a lot of people caught up. So what is your grail piece and are you still hunting it or is it a part of your collection? Uh, that's awesome. Um, probably one of my, uh, most favorite pieces is, uh, my Marvel legends, Spider-Man Future Foundation figure. Uh, just an awesome, awesome, uh, fantastic forerun by uh, Jonathan Hickman. Just enjoyed that story, that run, uh, even before I started collecting. So to find out that that was an actual figure that I could go out and purchase uh, was definitely very exciting. Uh, I lucked out and was able to find it when I was hanging out with my buddies uh, down in Atlanta. We were at a show, a convention. And uh, so just that total experience of hanging out with uh, two of my best friends and finding that figure and getting a pretty good deal on it. Uh, it just, it's one of those figures that uh, I always look at on the shelf so many good memories and so happy that it's part of the collection all right awesome all right so i have a follow-up and i i think we have to get super cliche therapy uh, on a little <laughs> bit and uh 
tell me about your childhood. So were you into toys as a kid and what lines did you collect? Because it seems like you're more of a recent convert to the new modern stuff, which is awesome because I love modern stuff too. Uh, but I, I also just like really barely ever stopped. And so for me, it's like, it's, it's wild when I, when I find someone who's, who's semi new, but obviously very skilled and adept at it. So. Yeah, I would say growing up the, uh, the biggest line I probably had was, uh, GI Joe, the three and three quarter inch. And I don't know if I was a weird kid for the time, but, uh, I, I would army build, I would have a Cobra, I would have uh, quite a few bats, like uh, those, those were the figures I wanted, like I wanted uh, the His Tank, I wanted uh, just to have all these, all these uh, different figures, didn't really care much for the Joes, Snake Eyes, that kind of thing, I, you know, I just wanted to build that army, a uh, lot of Ninja Turtles, definitely a lot of ninja turtles which uh people crack up that i'm not buying any of the ninja turtle stuff now um i don't know why that line it's kind of like i felt like i had all that stuff so i'm not really purchasing it now but then i got back into the gi joes so it's crazy Uh, a lot of toy biz uh, definitely a huge uh, Wolverine fan as uh, to see the Marvel lineup and then eventually the X-Men uh, definitely got into the Toy Biz line. And I would say that's probably about the the, the childhood. I might have had like a Gundam or something here and there, but for the most part it was... Uh, it was the toy Marvel, the, uh, the Ninja Turtles and, uh, the GI Joes. Well, I'm noticing a theme. Yes. The theme, did you take, you can build armies with. (laughs) Yeah. Did you, did you take the toy biz Wolverine? The first one, did you take the mask and ever wear it as a ring? Like they suggested. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I, might, guys, I might have broke it. I don't know if my fingers were too fat. Yeah, I, I I think I had to get a second Wolverine, and I think the I think the ring mat the ring was uh, popped. Yeah, yeah. See, my Wolverine. These guys a, have no idea. Uh, yeah. I had the tiger shirt Wolverine <laughs> as a kid, and my issue was his his one elbow would always snap. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I, I wasn't one of those ones who was like, smash, smash, smash. So I, it just never made sense to me because I, that was, you know, back in the early days before QC issues were just so common in action figures. And I, I had uh, the little boxes where you push the button and it made uh, the noises. We had some pretty good uh, Venoms back in the day, too. Oh, yeah, with with the, the, like the rubber mask? Yeah, the original Toy Biz line. So Those were great. Real quick, this one I, I want to ask just for Nate. Uh, with your G.I. Joes as a kid, did you, you know, I was gonna hold them the apart for the rubber band, with the rubber band or maybe like twist them and spin them like a helicopter or any of the common children options? There, there, there might have been a few custom G.I. Joes because uh, a couple, couple uh, things got snapped. <laughs> 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 melted, buried, you know. 
There, there were there were quite a few GI Joe adventures. So sometimes uh, we needed some medics. Yeah, war is real. Oh God, why, why is he wrapped around that tree? <laughs> Co- Cobras, uh, they, they were a mean bunch of guys. You know? Hey, they were a ruthless terrorist organization determined to rule. Them. So they had to live up to that. And that there might have been, you know, toys that weren't age appropriate, like some fireworks and stuff that got mixed in with the GI Joes, you know. I feel like they were the perfect size. That they they right. really are. Like those explosions <laughs> had to be glorious. Just body parts everywhere. It's like the Fourth of July. Michael, you deserve every flock splinter of uh, picture oh, of splinter I sent you. That's rude. And uncalled for. <laughs> that that's just that's just rude. All right. Well, that is going to be it for this session of Toy Therapy. Please make sure to head over to Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Modern Toy Fair. Make sure to uh, like and subscribe. Man, getting lost in this transition. It's been a while since I've used the show sheet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like and subscribe helps us out here in the channel. Uh, as always, you know we have reviews, we have Toy Therapy, we have the weekly podcast, Top Ten, Smasher Pass. The the list of contents growing every week, really at this point. Uh, also, check us out every Wednesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, twitch.tv forward slash Modern Toy Fair for Wednesday night only figs where we go over our weekly toy hauls. And you can always catch up with the previous week's episode over on our YouTube channel as well. But if you want to be part of the chat, make sure to join us live. Uh, check Jamar out, Jamar underscore games over on Twitch. Uh, you can also check out Why You Gamer on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, Nate will save your, uh, your weekly podcast for only figs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kent, let us know, let everyone know where they can find you. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, definitely a lot of fun talking with you guys tonight. Uh, you can come on over to YouTube, Kent pool live also uh, on Instagram at Kent pool live. Uh, just having fun collecting and uh, always out there hunting after toys. So if you're trying to uh, see if something got released or what's new at those stores, I'm uh, I'm rebranding. I am a toy inventory person. So <laughs> Target, Walmart, I got you covered. You're going to know exactly what's in your store. I got the inventory for you. So if you want to know the inventory in uh, in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, check out my videos. <laughs> All right. Awesome. I'll make sure to keep links in the description below for both Instagram and YouTube for Kent. Uh, so make sure to go check him out. Help him get to his 10K in 2022. Uh, but that's going to be it for this session of Toy Therapy. So hopefully you will join us on the couch next time. I completely forgot what the tagline is for the show at this point because it's been so long since we've had an episode. So, thank you for watching. <laughs> it's come sit on the couch and then I yeah. make some sort of gross allusion that, to that's right. something. Yeah. And it's, and, and, and it's the whole it, it still needs shampooed. That's, that's how long it's been since we've sat on the couch. 